I'm Rebecca Harris. And Susie Marie. That's right. Support artists, musicians, filmmakers, all of us on Borderline Soup. Creatives. Creatives. Your host, Marnie Stone. Hello, Miss Rebecca Heron. Welcome to Creatives. Thanks for having me, Marnie. Yeah, I appreciate you taking time. I know you're super busy. <laughs> You've got lots of plates in the air. Yeah. So tell us about how you ended up in Sault Ste. Marie. Oh, man. <laughs> well, um, I met Trish Rainoni when I was living in Toronto. She was also living in Toronto. Trish is from the Sioux originally. And uh, I was asked to help her with season two of her web series, My Roommates and Escort. And as we were putting together the project, I reminded her that she's from the Sioux and that there was money in the north. Um, for and maybe we should try and get some of that money and film the project in her hometown and we were successful at doing that and we did that in 2018 and then I kind of fell in love with the Sioux um, I am from Vancouver originally and uh, was living in Toronto and missing nature and water and all of those things and the Sioux had all of it that it checked all the boxes yeah and um and so after that project, Trish and I started thinking of the ideas and developing projects that we could bring back to the Sioux. And you then, worked well together. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was fun. And then um, the pandemic happened. And so that was kind of the, the kick in the butt to like try the Sioux for real. So in 2020 of July, I, I told Trish, I'm coming to the Sioux. Uh, I found a house online that I like. Can we? Can you pick me up at the airport? Take me to the house. Wow! <laughs> and and like that, I bought a house. And everything fell into place. Yeah, yeah. And no, any regrets? No, no. I would think not. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great city, and I'm glad that you've chosen to me nest too. here. Yeah, me it's too. Great. It's been it's been awesome. In the last few years, we've done a lot of work and made a lot of projects and met a lot of cool people and we're still meeting a lot of great people so good and how did your career in film start oh well, uh my first ever experience in the film and television industry was actually when i was eight years old i was cast in a canadian children's show for a season and spent my summer uh, on set in the CBC studios. And what was that called? It was called Telltale Town. <laughs> Telltale Town. I think I remember that show. Yeah. It was like where kids listen to stories and and stuff. And yeah, so I was in that show for a, a summer. And, and what I, city was that in? That was in Vancouver, but they, I, they had other shows where they toured around the city. And I know Trish was in like a sister show that filmed here at the CTV building when that existed. Um, yeah, so that was my first go at it, and I hated it, actually. I, really? I despised it. I was like, this is not for me. Like, I don't want to be in front of the camera. I don't like sitting around waiting all day. I was a kid. I wanted to play outside with my friends. Um, but then, um, life happens, and in high school, I took a film and TV class and loved it and got, um a bursary to go to college and went to film and TV school in college and did that for three years and then kind of just like 
And so what was the started. course called in college? It's called motion, motion picture arts. So it was three years when I went. Um, it's now a bachelor program at the college, the, well, at their university now, at Capilano University. It was a college when I started. It was a university when I graduated, so that was fun too. Uh, <laughs> Did you have a favorite teacher through that time? Uh, I don't say I had a favorite teacher, but I would, I did learn a lot. Somebody uh, that really influenced you? Yeah, there were a few te- few professors who were definitely, I t- grabbed pieces from them along the way to like... Do you stay of, in touch with any of them? One of them occasionally. We used to meet up in Toronto and... and That's cool. Up, yeah. And what about your classmates? Do you stay in touch? Have they all kind of found their, their place in motion picture making? Um, well, when I started, we were about 150 of us, and by the time we graduated, there was like 22 of us. Oh. Um, that's what happens in film. It's not for everybody. Um, and they're out of that class, I would say about half of us are continually working in the industry. And when I go back to Vancouver, I usually try to catch up with them. And some of them are st- st- like some of the writers, I, I end up like making their projects and things like that so oh that's nice yeah nice to collab yeah and what was the first film that you made uh i don't know uh it would have been in high school the first project we made and Mm -hmm. i don't even remember what it is (laughs) do you have it in the can somewhere (laughs) no i think it's like probably in some school archive somewhere oh that'd be funny to see fun to see yeah Mm -hmm. i i'll remember from high school is that we made really really immature things <laughs> <laughs> as high schoolers do as high schoolers do yeah and what project are you working on today i'm actually juggling uh several at one time right now so i'm in pre-production on a tv series potluck ladies that i'm actually going to toronto next week for and then i'm in pre-production on another tv series um that's in the horror genre that's going to be in the Sioux. And then I'm in pre-production on an animated project that I'm actually uh, co-writing and directing on. That is, uh, headquarters is out of the Sioux, and that's called A Witch Named Agatha. And then I'm also in pre-production on a feature film that's coming to the Sioux later this July. That's a lot to keep track of. Yeah. I actually just hired an assistant. Oh, hallelujah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, it's about time. I can't, I I need help now. (laughs) Oh, that's good. It's nice to have somebody to delegate some of those tasks to, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Keep you organized. Yeah. So that's what I need now is a colorful, organized calendar. (laughs) Oh, I know where you can get one of those. Oh, I meant meant online. (laughs) And you've also started something new as for the serving the movie industry too. You've, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that company. Sure, yes. Yeah. So I, I, because we don't have a company in town that services the film industry with, with gear rentals, props, set deck, wardrobe, locations, gear, things like that, um, we, I started the Sioux Production Equipment Services, or also known as SPES. Um, as a way to um, pull together everybody's gear that we have in the city, not just for buying gear, but also, for example, Jonah Boulian, who is a DOP and camera operator. He he has some gear, and then Neil 
Bukonjik has some gear, 180 Sisterhood has gear, my company Rusty Halo has gear, so I kind of wanted to create a space where um, everyone's gear could be listed and rented out as one in one package um, to help compete with outside companies coming in and, and kind of taking that away from the locals. Um, and also helping support the infrastructure here because as we're growing as an industry here, you know, a lot of times filmmakers will need to borrow gear or rent gear and and we don't have that here yet. So I saw a, a need oh, good and, for you. and created the company, yeah. And so where do you have a warehouse where you keep all of this stuff or do, you, do the individuals just keep their inventory within their own spaces and then you pull from it? as you need it? So right now, most of the gear is stored at our office space. Um, we're on 40 Queen Street East and um, everything is done online. So you can book our gear from online and then we'll put together the package and, and it can be rented out that way. Well, that's great. Yeah. What a nice little niche you filled there. Yeah, it's fun. And, and you know, oftentimes we have productions come here and they go, is there a gear place? So it's like, yes, we have one. Mm-hmm. We can also source what you need and, you know, it'll be a lot easier for some of those productions as well. That's great. And were you part of the founding founders that created the Sioux Film Festival as well? Yes. Yeah. Um, we started that in fall of 2020. That was, uh, you know, it was another thing of... Um, building infrastructure you know my goal my whole goal here of coming to the Sioux was to build infrastructure train folks get folks interested in the film and television industry because there is such a big community of artists and theater performers and filmmakers and the college has film program the university has some film programs and all of those things they needed a place like they need they need an industry where they Mm -hmm. can stay here in the place that they love and not have to go to Toronto or Vancouver or you know um so I I had run a a festival in Vancouver called Van Chan which was like a a monthly festival um back then and so I had some and I had been on some volunteer boards and things like that so when I moved here I was like we don't have we had shadows which is a great festival but Mm -hmm. it's not a festival that services the filmmaker right and the creativity and the the creativity and and the networking of the filmmaker so that was sort of the idea with starting the Sioux Film Festival was that we would target uh, filmmakers in Northern Ontario, which, you know, wasn't really happening either. Um, and we would create a festival where Northern Ontario filmmakers and creatives could collaborate and network. And we've seen um, people making projects afterwards because they met at the film festival which and is you like, did that through covid which we did was that incredible yeah we yeah we did that through covid we yeah, our first our first festival event was held at uh northern superiors older yes uh, tap room yes and we could kind of skirt some of the rules yeah. because we were serving it was a, a restaurant type and had a screen and so yeah it we got very lucky in our first year. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. And it's just going to get bigger and better. Yeah, yeah, it is. And last year, um, you know, we sold out most of the days and we we now need to move to a bigger space. So oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, so it's great. It's 
coming along and and you know we're now partnering with shadows and vice versa and also talking with sue michigan's film festival about partnering and so i've also i've also thought that there should be more collaboration with sue michigan in arts and culture for sure yeah i think there's a a big um benefit benefit yeah Mm -hmm. and we've had jason who runs the sue michigan festival come over here and um you know we're talking about going over there and just talking about how we can collaborate and have the filmmakers meeting together uh, because it's only a bridge away. Um, yeah. That's it's so great. Tell me a little bit about the name uh, Rusty Halo Productions. Where did that come from? It's very intriguing to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was given this nickname as a child, uh, Angel with Tarnished Wings and a Rusty Halo, because... <laughs> I was a little bit of a rebel when I was a wee, a wee one. Um, my honorary granny, she gave me that name. Um, and so when I was thinking of a company name, I wanted to kind of honor her and also um, also find a name that also had my initials, um, RH. And so Rusty Halo kind of became that. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That is just so charming and adorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are so lucky that you landed in our fine city, Rebecca. Oh, thanks. Thanks for all that you're doing for arts and culture and pulling people together and putting your ideas into the city and your energy into our downtown. I'm so happy that you've chosen to settle on Queen Street. That's <laughs> just more great energy for our downtown. Yeah. And um I wish you all the best and I look forward to speaking to you again and I'm excited for your future and what you're creating. Oh, thanks, Marnie. And and same here. Like you and Adrian both are doing such great work in the community. So and I know Paige is gonna carry on that tradition too. So. Yeah, we're gonna raise the ship, right? <laughs> exactly. And that's also why we chose why I chose to buy a building downtown. Because I wanted to be in the community in its core and really like show others that hey downtown is not scary it's where all of us artists are gonna be eventually because we can't all be up on great northern no it's too busy up there too busy (laughs) (laughs) it's prettier down here it is yeah yeah well thanks again rebecca thank you we'll talk again soon sounds good hi my name is rebecca heron and i'm from 180 sisterhood productions did you know that there's a new radio station in the suit called the borderline radio You should check them out and support local artists and musicians, just like me, because I love listening to the Borderline Radio. And what do we do? I don't know. Check out Borderline Sue to find out. Music on this program from Dizay, Doug Wilde and Manteca, and Collective Order. Featuring Andrew McCanch. This program is made possible by the creatives of the community of Sault Ste. Marie and by the Art Hub at Spring and the Artesian downtown Queen Street. Creatives. Creatives.